Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to me and where you are at in the world. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and I'm excited to share with you the topic we are going to discuss. Hello, and thank you for joining me as we continue our series, A Mom's Job is Never Done. Today, we will be discussing our next episode, which is Pray Without Ceasing, Even in the Bathroom. That's right, mamas. If you know anything about being a mama, you have no alone time period. So sometimes the only alone time you have is in the bathroom. And that's if they don't stick their little fingers under the door and say, Mommy, are you in there? Mommy! And of course, depending on your mood that day, you're either trying not to laugh or trying not to let them hear you silently sob because you are so overwhelmed. You just need a break. (laughs) I'm not sure about you mamas, but I have solved many of life's difficult problems with a potty break. At least when the kids will leave me alone long enough to think straight so I can pray. This brings me to the topic of our episode today. When it talks about praying without ceasing in the Bible, do you think it really means that you should pray all the time? I mean, seriously, if we prayed all the time, would we get anything else done? So as I started thinking about this, I went online, which is my one-stop shop outside of the Bible, to dig a little deeper. So the question is, can we really pray without ceasing? And I'm pretty sure the answer is no, at least if I'm talking about praying old school, you know, getting on your hands and knees and praying, closing the door to your prayer closet and spending some alone time with God, none of which are bad things. And I mean, at some point in time, you got to sleep, right? This reminds me of the funniest story I always tell about my prayer life when I speak to people. I love to share stories about how I know God has a sense of humor and about how completely imperfect I am. It just makes people laugh, and I am totally willing to throw myself under the bus to let you laugh today. So I had this issue for the longest time where I felt just complete guilt over the fact that I could never finish my prayers at night before I literally went to sleep. I would be in the middle of a prayer like, Dear Lord, God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for helping me today with that driver that cut me off. And I prayed for him instead of telling him how much I disliked his driving style. Thank you for helping my kids through their school today. I pray you continue to heal my sweet friend who is dealing with illness. I thank you for laying my children's enemies at their feet. And I pray that you would continue to keep them safe as you kept David safe from Saul as he sought to kill him. And Lord, I just pray. And that's it. The story of my prayer life. That's pretty much how it would have it. Right there. I would be in the middle of something really important and I would drift off and I'd go to sleep. Though I had no idea in the morning what I prayed last, or who I left out. So I'd have to get up in the morning and start my prayers all over again. And it was just this vicious cycle for me. Until one day, I finally realized that since I didn't know where I ended my prayer, maybe I finished my prayer, or maybe I didn't. So in the morning, I started to wake up and I would just say, Amen! Because in my mind, you know, God knew what I was praying about. He knew my heart. He knows everything going on, right? So if I wake up and I just say, Amen, I think it's pretty safe to say He gets it, right? This certainly did alleviate a lot of my guilt. However, I knew that there had to be a better way to pray. So praying without ceasing seemed to be something I needed to learn a little bit more about. 
probably the most common quoted Bible verses when it talks about praying without ceasing is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ for you. So right there, he's telling us how to pray. I think we have to bring it down a notch and really focus on it as what the intent of this verse actually is. As I scoured the internet for additional information, I came across the Gospel Coalition and the meanings they have listed for praying without ceasing. They outline three meanings. There are more, but we'll focus on these three for now. Their first meaning, they say that there is a spirit of dependence that should permeate all we do. And I agree with that because the Holy Spirit is part of God. When you become saved, the Holy Spirit is part of you. And when we pray, even when we are unable to pray the words we need to, the Holy Spirit knows our heart and knows our deepest pain. So even when we are not speaking to God, we are still dependent upon Him because our heart seeks Him and the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf of our heart. The next meaning is that we should pray repeatedly and often. I agree with that as well. I remember when I was little, we would travel up and down from Tennessee over to Ohio to visit family. It seems like we had to pray our way there. We'd pray before we leave. We would pray if we had to stop to eat. We had to bless our food. And then any accident we saw along the way, we had to pray for everybody. The people in the car, the police, the ambulance. We had to pray for them all. We weren't allowed to leave any of them out. It's so funny looking back on that now because it's something that I have passed on to my kids. I try to encourage them anytime we see something like that to pray as well. It's just one of those things that stuck with me. Whenever you see someone in need, you pray for them. When it's you, you pray for yourself. When it's your kids or your friends or family, you pray for them. And that is something that I tried to give to them because it helps us keep our thoughts and our mind focused on God. And when we are busy praying, our relationship with God is growing. And God is a witness to the prayer, our heart, and our thoughtfulness toward Him. I think it also means that if we are going to try to pray without ceasing, even though clearly we will cease at some point in time, that we just really need to make it a habit, a part of our daily life, in order to be aware that we should be talking to God, we should be praying to God, and that we should have that relationship with Him. God? He loves you. He cares about you. He's your friend. So really, prayer is a conversation between your friend and you because God is interested in your life and he wants you to give him the details of your life because he cares that much. Hey, y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. And the final meaning is to not give up on prayer. This is a big one, y'all. You know, sometimes we desire things in our life that really are not the best thing for us. And we pray and pray and pray and wonder why God will not answer our prayer. Sometimes we start to think that God's just not listening or he doesn't really care. And you know that's not true. He cares immensely for you and every aspect of your life. Sometimes God not answering our prayer is the biggest blessing in disguise. Maybe that prayer will never be answered. Sometimes that prayer can be answered and we don't even recognize it. 
because we are so focused on the way we wanted the prayer to be answered and how we wanted it to show up in our life that when God answers the prayer, we miss it. That's happened to me before. God is the one that really has the ability to know if what we are praying for is really the best thing for our life. And even though there's a lot of things I prayed for in my time that never came true, I can look back and say, I'm so thankful that the things I used to pray for that I thought I desperately needed, God did not answer the prayer. He truly has it all figured out. We just have to keep praying. In the verse that I quoted earlier, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, we are given a roadmap of how to pray without ceasing. We are to pray and rejoice no matter what situation we are in. We are to pray without ceasing in the aspect of always having our thoughts toward God, toward prayer, toward the relationship with Him. And we are also to pray with thankfulness. Give thanks for everything that He has blessed you with. Give thanks for the opportunity to live out a life focused on Him. And also acknowledge the fact that it's the will of God. No matter what we pray for, God's will will be done. He is the one in control. He is the one that knows the best answers to our prayers, the best timing to our prayers. For me, it's very clear that God's will is in my life, no matter what I'm going through and what's happening around me. And having that relationship with Him provides that faith needed to weather the storm in the bad times and rejoice in the good times. In other parts of the research, it talks about coming to God in supplication. And wait for it, y'all. Do you know what supplication means? It's making a humble request to someone in authority. What did we just talk about last week? If you didn't hear the episode, please go back. We just talked about being a servant and having a humble heart. God wanted the disciples to learn to have a humble heart before he left them. And here again, we see the word supplication to make a humble request to someone in authority. And God certainly has authority over us. So I learn here as well that I'm supposed to come to him in supplication with a humble request through prayer. I think that's really great to have our learning from last week reinforced again. I think if we shift our thoughts to prayer and we make it more relatable to our life, that the praying can come through our chaos at any time while we're in the school bus line waiting to pick up the kids, while we're doing our daily chores. Before we make an important presentation at work, we pray. We can even sing our praise to God. I love to sing. I love to sing. So I'm in my car singing all the time. And let me tell you, people think I'm probably straight up crazy because they can look over and see my mouth moving, but there's no words because they can't hear it, right? But I don't care. I'm singing. I'm singing to God, and I'm singing in the way that I know how to bring praise to Him. We pray through our conversation with God as our friend because He loves us and cares about us. How do we pray without ceasing? Through a paradigm shift in our mind. We need to start thinking about prayer in a different way and incorporate it into everything we do. And hopefully you're not like me, and you're fighting sleep at night, and you're praying, and you fall asleep and start snoring. But if you do... I still think it's completely okay to wake up and say amen because God understands. He understands a tired mama. He understands our heart. He knows where we are and he will meet you where you are no matter where it is. I'm just thankful that I have a relationship with God, that he knows my heart and that he knows that even through the craziness of my life, when I'm even trying to make it happen, that when I fall short trying to pray without ceasing, because we all do, I still will wake up in the morning and say amen and that I will develop a mindset of prayer and more actively seek him through it. 
Thank you for spending your time with me today. I appreciate you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, be you, because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their Wake Up, Take a Minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.